I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Ah, welcome to Preach Kev Preaches, your host, Pastor Kevin Kev. Very excited for this this episode, this sermon today I'm going to do. I think it it hits home with everybody, no matter sports, uh, any any company, school, um, life, life in general. Um, and I'm going to tag this, when adversity hits. But first... I want to do a eulogy. We have some sad news. We will lay to rest Tyra Taylor and Sam Bradford. They have been bent by their respective teams, the Cleveland Browns and the Arizona Cardinals. Tyra with a concussion watched Baker Mayfield torch defense that he could not do, and the Browns securing his first win in two years or 530 something days Sam Bradford was chosen by the Arizona Cardinals stole 20 million dollars 20 million dollars and only played three games yet we will not bash them but celebrate their time as starting NFL quarterbacks we've come to the end of the road but the Browns and the Cardinals certainly will let go. Sam Bradford with your precise arm and, and arm power, your arm strength, and Tyrod with your low turnover rate and your ability to playmake and your legs. We thank you, but your services are no longer needed. We'll lay you to rest. All right, now let's get into our summer. When adversity hits, I want to talk about the the beauty and the curse of adversity, right? So when you come through adversity, it exposes your weakness. In a moment of disaster, it's, it's extremely difficult to hide you know, all the stuff that's weak and broken, like when your football team, um, in a company like Apple, Google, Michael Kors, or even something simple like the eighth grade debate team. You know that saying that's like, when it rains, it pours? I mean, when things get messy, 
<laughs> all hell breaks loose. Am I right? If it ain't one thing, it's another. That that fits right in that too. But once that rain stops, you know, you're exposed. And and once you know what's broken, like you know, as a for a quarterback, 10 year ACL, um, as many updates as Apple phone gets, something's broken and they're trying to fix it. It's like you you find out what you need to fix, and it's like altering future disasters. Cause the way you know the way you're running or the way you go about everyday life. But in that, adversity creates opportunities. Now that the weakness was exposed, you didn't know how bad. You know how bad of a pass rush you had or how bad that leaking your product was? But it revealed something, right? And we all know stories about when people lose their jobs, they lose their way, but but then they get something and they see what they want to do and get a job completely different than what they originally thought they would do or something that has nothing to do. You go to school to be a nurse and you wind up being a truck driver. I don't know. Some some crazy like that. You know people like that. Adversity will kill that old stuff that we used to do. And when exposed, you got to tell yourself, I can't do that anymore. Did you watch Jimmy G this weekend? He's running to the outside, out of bounds. But yet, in his brain said, I'm going to cut back inside. And when he planted his leg, his towards ACL. Now he's out for a season. Now he has to, now he, his mind is like, why did I do that? I can't do that anymore. I can't. That's dumb. Go out of bounds. Now I have another play to do. But now my season is over drastically in an instant, in the blink of an eye. Adversity releases, like, picked up energy. Yeah, you, you got that, got that sense of urgency, right? Wentz had it, Carson Wentz. They won a Super Bowl without him. Yeah, he has that. He has that sense of urgency in his head, like, "Oh, I had to do it too." So you get to that point eventually when you're able to bounce back, because if you're if you're a person you you strong, you your your mind is set on a goal, you will bounce back, and you're gonna be in that moment where you said, "I had to." And people going to ask you how you did it. I had to. I had no choice. I had that urgency. All the energy inside me, I had to, <clears throat> I had to release it once, I, once the adversity was exposed. So being exposed allows you to think like new ways of thinking and gives you the shakeup you need to actually change for the better. And that's the, that's the beauty and the curse. That sweet and sour type of deal. That that uh what's that what's that uh candy? First they're sweet, uh, first they're sour, then they're sweet, or something like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now I got franchise quarterbacks I want to talk about. As I mentioned, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson. Even even a little bit of Blake Bortles. To, to make a point. 
and this potential adversity that I'm I'm willing to see, and that's rolling with my homies with Pat Mahomes. To the first point, getting hit with something something in your life that you didn't expect coming. So for football, basketball, just in sports in general, that's injuries. That speed bump of injuries in your life, right? Obviously, obviously like a torn ACL, a PCL, are marked misfortunes, misfortunes for common players. And it's a physical adversity, but I swear... It's more, it's more mental than physical. Y'all, y'all, you heard that saying of eighty percent mental, twenty percent physical. Well, it's never giving up when things get hard, right? Never give up on the idea of getting better, because the surgery's gonna be fine. Your, your knee's gonna go back to place, and it's, it's, they're gonna fix it. That's that's what doctors are here for. That's why they go through school for twenty some years. <laughs> that knee will hold up, but. What do we see a long-term going forward? Mentally, can they handle defenses that blitz them or have them move in the pocket and make something shape? Now, Watson last year was on an incredible high. Seven games, he had a 61 completion completion percentage, 1,700 yards, and 19 touchdowns in seven games. That's over 240 a game. Not to mention, Deshaun Watson is a running dual threat quarterback. Now, this season so far, he's in three games. He dropped 2% in completion percentage. He's averaging more yards per game, but dropped significantly, significantly in touchdown percentage. Because we knew that wasn't gonna we knew that wasn't gonna sustain. But how does he handle coming back from injuries? His team is now 0-3. We, que- we we didn't question whether he was a winner because that's all he did in college. But last year, I mean, him playing, they was 500 at best. Is it possible for to put so much so much burden on some guy who just came back from an injury, a non-contact injury? You see what non-contact injury does. Alluding to my point, Teddy Bridgewater. You know he was a he was a Viking, and I I loved him. And when I got that news that one day that he went down, non-contact, he almost lost his whole leg. Now you talk about adversity. That magical moment when he came back in the game last year and got that standing ovation at home. It was a great moment to see. He been to the Jets and got traded to the Saints. He's in a perfect situation and opportunity to learn. But what does Deshaun Watson do? I want to see how how this speed bump affects him. It is not just injuries for him. The old line is bad. His running game is not good. And it's going to make you question for fans and scouts or whatever, does he have it? And we know we can't, we can't, I can't put a definition on what it is. Either you got it or you don't. I'm not a, I'm not a big Texans guy. I don't think Bill O'Brien is the right coach. 
You got J.J. Watt. You got Honey Badger. Clowney. D-Hop. And Will Fuller looking like a great, great receiver right now. He got two great receivers. So it shouldn't be a problem. But how strong, how strong will he be? Will his trajectory change? You know. He hit his adversity, came back 0-3, but he's he's looking he's looking better and better each game. So I'm I'm actually glad to see that. And for Carson Wentz, he was a, he was a, the MVP the MVP. Tom Brady would not have won the MVP if Carson Wentz didn't get hurt. Then his team went and won a Super Bowl without him. Now that's adversity. Not only are you injured. Your team didn't need you. The team has never this team has never seen a Super Bowl win before. And he wasn't the guy to win it. And if they don't repeat, which is very unrealistic, the last repeats we had what? John Elway and the Broncos, the Patriots in the early 2000s, Cowboys in the early 90s, it's rare that you see this. So, if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, are we going to say he's a failure? That he that he he had a downfall. I mean, I think everything last year for the Eagles was perfect. Nobody thought Nick Foles was going to win the Super Bowl. Now he returned for the first game. And it was pretty good against the Colts. He was actually running around the pocket, making plays, showing that he's the playmaker. Two hundred fifty-five passing yards, one touchdown, one pick. And it was in bad weather. It was raining real bad in um in Philadelphia. And especially, and not all of his weapons were there. He had his running backs were hurt. Two of them, no real running game. His mindset should not really be on the Super Bowl or bust mentality, because like I said, it's, it's unrealistic to think the Eagles gonna win again. The players are not as hungry as they were before. But what should be his mindset? I think he's an elite talent. Easily top five quarterback. I'm, I'm putting him in, He's in my top five quarterback. Well, you have to say it. <laughs> he, you know, he's elite. But I'm going to say it twice. Because if you say it twice, <laughs> that means you know I'm serious. He's elite, elite. Now, he would handle these speed bumps because he's that talented. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying Deshaun Watson's not that talented, but Carson Wentz is better. Carson Wentz falls into the category to me as a Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson because they don't need that much talent around them to be good. He's a warrior. You can see that. And don't, and don't, and I, don't y'all dare question, like, why bench foes for Wentz? You can see in that game, he made stuff happen out of out of nothing. Wentz is that damn good. Now let me shift gears to the adversity that I see brewing in the mix. Now, what I said about Blake Bortles is his adversity comes from us or media, people on Twitter. And him trying to handle getting 
getting ridiculed every time he has a bad game, saying that he's not a good quarterback. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback or a thrower of the football. Now, he's solid. He can make plays and run around and do something and dig, dig and dump and stuff. That's fine. But he, he'll have got times where we say he's the worst quarterback in the NFL, that he has times where he go beat New England Patriots and throw 400 passing yards. Or light, light up light up Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs to get to the AFC Championship game. Chris Sims ranked him as the 70 best quarterback. And he moved him up to about 40 now, but still. His adversity is bouncing back, doubting the 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 haters wrong. I'm 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 not a hater, but I mean I'm not impressed. But he doubt me wrong. Now he doesn't do it all the time, but he does he does it most of the time. And when that team around him, boom, it's easy. Now, there's a storm coming. And I'm not saying don't go outside, but at least you need to take an umbrella with you. Mahomes, Pat Mahomes is the real deal. Like, um, and I don't mean to, to pump the brake, but let's let's let let off the gas just a little bit. Instead of going 80 miles per hour, let's go about 65. That sounds about good, right? Kansas City has the worst defense in football. Facts. <laughs> They're three and zero. His defense give up three hundred and sixty two passing yards per game, eleven hundred rushing yards per game. That's nearly five hundred yards of offense, and they give up thirty points a game. Now Kansas City also is forty nine and six in the first half. So they got off to amazing starts. All right, now that I set that up to where your mind is like, okay, well, this, I mean, they be up so early in the game, the defense is trash. I set that up for you. Now he hasn't played. He hasn't played anybody with good defense yet. Opponents he faced. The Chargers, in the passing yards, allow 271 per game. That's 25th in the NFL. The 49ers, in week two, 287 yards per game, 27th in the NFL. Pittsburgh, you saw what they did. Over 288 passing yards per game. And they play man against Kansas City. They're ranked 28th. Now he might have the best offense anyway. That that very very well may be true with Tyreek Hill, Patrick Holmes throwing the ball to the fastest guy in the NFL. You have Sammy Watkins, honestly the best tight end, Travis Kelsey, and Cream Hunt in the backfield. He's throwing the ball to nine different guys for touchdowns already through three weeks. Matt Ryan has a record with thirteen. So just four more random people come on the field. Touchdown, 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 tie record. He hasn't faced the adversity yet, but it's coming. You you may evacuate, if possible, for this hurricane. And he very well, he very may well still get out of it alive. We don't know. 
The teams he will face, Jacksonville, third per game in passing yards. Cleveland, they're 12th. The L.A. Rams, they're 6th. Seattle Seahawks, no Legion of Boom, but they're 8th. Baltimore, 2nd. That's five good defenses with good pass rushers, good corners that he would face. Outside of maybe Cleveland and Seattle, I know they won't be up big. They won't be up big against Jacksonville. They won't be up big early against Rams or Baltimore. Now, I think this is more in line with emotional adversity because you he he's riding a high emotion right now, happy. And then he may dip. Um, that's very that's very common for humans. Uh, as people, we always you know undervalue, you know undervalue ourselves when we go against somebody like Jacksonville versus playing San Francisco. But I mean, I don't think Pat Mahomes really has that problem. I mean, I can predict the future. I can't predict the future, but I know what I've seen. I know how, how good quarterbacks play against Chargers, 49ers but then Kane against Jacksonville and Baltimore. And if Jags or Ravens or maybe even the Browns can bring down his self-esteem for one game, can he show that he can bounce back? Every motion Pat Mahomes has, can he be tamed? And if Mahomes is the guy, he'll tame his. The offense is so open. Like, see, like when you if we watch Kansas City, everybody is wide open. You're gonna see them on primetime this week on Monday football. Everybody is wide open. Kelsey, Hill, Watkins, and they can take take it to the crib at any given moment. But what about when it counts? When he's when he's trailing late in the game, or it's a it's a shootout back and forth, a legit shootout back and forth. The teams will figure it out at some point. And when that happens, does he bounce back? Is he a superstar? A top 10 guy? Or is he in that tier 3 class with a great arm strength? Or is it a system around him? We want to learn these things. That that adversity is going to be brewing for him. It's, it's on a high emotion right now. High roller coaster ride. Does he take that dip? Is he going to take that steep down the roller coaster? And I'm not going to gloat if I call it and say, I told you it was coming. Because I think he'll bounce back beautifully. I think he's that good. So adversity, right? It's a beauty and a curse. When it when it hits, you find out something about yourself. When you take ACL, you find out, okay, oh, I'm still the same God. Nothing can stop me but God. Deshaun Watson was called Michael Jordan by his college coach. Who always showed me. Show me that you're not a loser. Show me you're not a loser. Win games. You won in college. Win some games in the NFL. Pat Mahomes, you're on a beauty high right now. Can't be stopped. Everybody's talking about rolling with Mahomes.
And he's a Big 12 quarterback, which you never see. You never see succeed that well. Before this, Sam Bradford was the best guy. And we just laid him the rest. I mean, adversity is something that everybody has gone through. You graduate college, you can't find a job. How do you how do you stay strong? How do you advance? Can you can you handle it? Carson Wentz does has done a good job. Deshaun Watson, the his is a quarterback still doing good, but can he win games? And Pat Mahomes. Not to mention guys like Teddy Bridgewater, Blake Bortles. They all had adversity. Baker Mayfield walk on twice in college. Had to sit. The number one pick in the draft had to sit behind somebody. The number one pick in the draft. I've never seen that before. Adversity. What happens when adversity hits? Week three recap. Quickly. Um, what what happened to my Vikings, man? I don't know. We played Thursday night football, so hopefully we can bounce back. Uh, prayers for Everson Griffin. Um, stay up. The Lions proved us strong. It was a crazy wild weekend. The Lions came out and won over the Patriots in primetime. Patricia's smarter than we thought. Atlanta and New Orleans proved a shootout will always happen in the Georgia Dome. Tampa Bay Bucks slowed down a little bit. Pittsburgh got a first win. Browns got their first win of the season in the first in two years. It's a lot, a lot of wild stuff happened, man. Tiger Woods winning a tournament this weekend. Shout out to him, man. I, you all understand, like, I started playing golf because of him. He's the, the solely reason why I played golf. The solely reason. I wish I t- uh, kept it more serious about it. But he was the reason why I ever picked up a golf club. He's legendary. He's a GOAT. He's back. I'm very interested to see where the Bucks go. Who should start? Fitzpatrick or James Winston? It's an adversity for James Winston. Curious to see how Josh Rosen does in his first start. Baker Mayfield on the road in his first start. Sam Darnold bouncing back. There's a lot of good things going on. When adversity hits, it's Pastor Kevin Kev, Preach Kev, Preach. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Um, hit me up with any questions. Anything we, I want to talk about, you want to talk about, man, just hit me up. And let's see if we can be on the same page. Uh, learn learn a bit from each other and stuff. All right, we out. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.